Hello, Hive Nation, and welcome back to the Hive Nation podcast. Each week, we bring you experts in leadership, mentorship, and personal professional development. Each week, we have a coach join us from the Hive Nation to share their journey to help you connect, engage, grow, evolve. Now, here's JB to introduce today's guest. Hi, thanks, Greg. Uh, so today, we have a friend of the Hive on again, uh, Rob, uh, whose last name has every letter under the alphabet except X. Skarzynski is our is our guest today. He is a entrepreneur in the rail and supply chain uh, space and uh I, his story is rather interesting because he has kind of done every role in that uh, space. So uh, Rob's very close to the Hive Nation, though, and he's a guy that uh, I've worked with directly. And uh, I know that uh, Greg also chats with him as well. So, uh, Robert, uh, thanks for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Uh, Rob is joining us from uh, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, I reckon. Is that right? You got it, man. Okay, well, that's amazing. Uh, I can't believe we've reached that far out to the east, but uh, that's so good. Technology is <laughs> wonderful thing. So today our uh, our topic is going to be uh, trust and how to um, how to use trust, show trust, be trustworthy within uh, you know your your journey and and who you are. So. Rob, I'm going to turn it over to you and uh, you can kind of uh, tell our listeners about yourself and uh, and yeah, what you uh, what you got going on. Yeah, so my name is Rob Skarzynski. I've been uh, building businesses uh, for almost 10 years now, uh, mostly in the supply chain industry. Uh, I started off uh, on a short line railroad, pounding spikes, changing ties, changing rails um, before moving on to the train derailments. At which point I uh, realized that there's a big economic opportunity working in the rail industry. There's a lot of shippers. The company I was working for was mostly focused on CN and CP, thousands of people shipping on those networks. And uh, I found an opportunity doing rail car remarking, did about uh, 2000 of them in the early years, uh, and then just kind of leveraged that success to start building out uh, the business, uh, built a repair and maintenance division. Uh, we just sold it. Uh, we just closed it earlier this year. And uh, now I'm starting to focus on technology. I've built some technology pro pro products um, and uh, just planning on continuing doing that. Very, very cool. So on the topic of trust, uh, you know, I talked about this, this topic here a little bit the last couple of weeks, but why don't you expand on that? Yeah, so I think trust is the uh, foundational building block of business uh, and anything in general. Uh, your relationships, uh, government used to be built on trust. Uh, I think it's incredibly important. Uh, and I think not enough people uh, understand how important it is in business. Very, very true. Um, so give us a uh, example of how you have been trustworthy or, or have shown trust in whether it be an employee, a coworker, a stranger on the street. So my, my uh, approach to trust is to always give 100% trust. Um, it's what I would want in return. Uh, so I trust you are who you say to I say I am. So you start at 100% and then from there uh, you might go down uh, or you might remain uh, in a high level of trust. I think in business, um, trust is a little bit misconstrued. Um, you see a lot of like trust building activities like the fall into someone's 
uh, arms, like that's a trust building activity. I, I don't think that's a, a great activity. I think trust is uh, much more deeper than that. It's on standing behind you. Uh, it's hard to trust when people are telling that person not to go near you. That's when trust gets really difficult. So it's important to find people in your circle that you can really trust. Um, and it's, it all starts with yourself. You have to be full trust first. And then uh, that's the only way I think you can deserve it. So it's more than just, uh, it's more than just people pumping your tires. It's, it's people telling you when you're right, wrong, or otherwise. Yeah, like with trust, you have to be able to have hard conversations. You need to trust that the other person can handle it. Um, a lot of people are scared of having those discussions well, uh, and often it doesn't. So you need to trust that people are open. Uh, you need to trust that, uh, you know, the relationship can handle some turbulence. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a lot deeper than uh, meets the eye. For sure. Um, do, you have a, do you have a specific example of trust that stands out to you? I don't have a specific example of trust. I can say that I always trust fully and it's burnt me a lot, uh, many, many times. There's been lots of relationships that have gone sour um, because the trust fell apart. Uh, so difficult to continue trusting people and trusting new people after you've been burnt and screwed over so many times. Uh, but on the other hand, because of trust, uh, I've met a lot of great people and I made a lot of solid relationships. So uh, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, you have to trust uh, you're going to get screwed over. Um, you got to trust that that's in your best interest. You're not going to be with them in the future. Um, so full, full trust. Uh, that's how you meet a lot of winners. That's how you meet a lot of people you can count on for years and years. That's how you develop really deep relationships. Um, and if you don't trust, if you think everyone's trying to get something from you, um, you're really not going to make it too far in business. I see that too often. Uh, people think, what's this guy's angle? Um, and, and they're not successful because they're so worried about being screwed over. Um, so you, you got to just trust. You got to go trust fully. Uh, you hear the word a lot. Um, you know, you hear the word trustworthy. You have to be worthy of trust. You hear trust the process. Uh, there's all these applications of that word. And uh, I, I think it's, it's so in, in our lexicon of society uh, because of how important it is. So do you have like a one, two, three strikes you're out or you're just uh, uh, you feel it out as you go? Um, I mean, I've been trust untrustworthy. Everyone's been untrustworthy. So I, I, how would I want it, right? Uh, if I screw someone over um, and I, you know, want to make it work, uh, it, it's really how, how you handle that trust. Um, you can break trust, but you can rebuild trust. So it, there's, uh, there's several sides to it. Mm. In the, in the entrepreneur space, Rob, uh, I know a lot of people, and I'm, I'm sure all three of us can understand this. As an entrepreneur, it's hard to trust people with your baby. You've built, you've taken so many years to build this machine, to build the widget, and then to have that trust to let go. So what advice would you give to other entrepreneurs or other business owners on how to start kind of letting go and trusting your team? You just got to start. It's the only advice there is. Uh, you're going to get screwed over. Uh, you're going to take damage. Um, your reputation is going to take damage. Um, your business could take damage. Uh, but um, yeah, it's just, it's just part of the process. I think it's a journey. Uh, and, and you can't just uh, hold on to your, your, your business or, or your, your baby, as you call it, um, hoping that, uh, you know, not trusting other people. I, I think it's, it's going to uh, deteriorate your ability to grow. Um, if you have that approach. So um, 
you just gotta you just gotta let go and, and trust that things are gonna work out and that things are gonna work out the way they're supposed to work out um and just believe in yourself and trust that in your skills to be able to handle things when they don't go wrong you, you know your your intellect and your wit you gotta your skills you gotta trust that you can handle situations that um you get into because people have broken your trust uh so it's it's just uh it's like a you know in, in skateboarding they call it full send you know throw yourself off the ledge um just trust love it simple is, is there a way that you can coach somebody along in trust um i think it's by setting an example so um you know people People that are untrustworthy, you want them out of your life. Um, so sure. by by acting the character that you want, you're going to attract people of the similar character. Um, and I think if trust becomes easier over time. You 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 learn things. You avoid certain situations. Um, you get wiser. Um, if if you if you don't, I mean that's a, a serious problem. So, uh, but I, I think uh, ultimately, you just yeah, just trusting that things are going to work out exactly how they're supposed to. Um, is, is important. And if you don't, uh, you're going to have a lot of anxiety and you're going to lose a lot of sleep. Um, so I think it's important. Good answer. Mm -hmm. I love that. So on, I didn't get a connected dot here and maybe it's a little out there, but trust seems to have a very big correlation to risk. You know, a lot of the times trusting people is, can, uh, provide a lot of risks. So would you say having a high risk tolerance gives somebody the ability to trust eat more easily or? I think risk is the same. Uh, you, you build on risk, right? You, you start by taking small risks and you start to get, take bigger risks as, as you go along and you start to learn what works and what doesn't work. Uh, I think it's, it's, yeah, they're, they're related. Um, when you take a risk, you're, you're trusting that, like I said earlier, things are going to work out the way that they're going to work out. Um, but, uh, yeah, without 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 the trust, it definitely makes it harder to take the risk. So mm -hmm. mm -hmm. love it. So in that too, in in the companies you've built and in, in your journey, would you say um it's been because of the team and the trust you've placed in them that without that, you wouldn't be where you're sitting today, potentially? I definitely wouldn't have the network that I have without trust. Um you know, a, a lot of trust is learning who not to trust uh, and learning who is trustworthy and then trying to associate with those people. Um, you know, finding people of similar va values, uh, finding people you're aligned with. Um, I, you know, trust is a, uh, a value that I value very highly. Uh, it's probably one of my top five. Uh, so, you know, finding other people like that or similar uh, certainly helped. Mm, love it. So on like on the, but this, let's talk about on the personal side of it. Do you have to work harder on the personal side for trust or on the professional side? Uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, I, I don't really have too much of a personal life. It's mostly uh, business related and, and uh, business ventures and that sort of thing. So uh, I think uh, my business and my personal life is, is very intertwined. Uh, my friends are, are you know, business colleagues and, and other business owners. Um, so I, I don't really separate the personal side and the, and the business side. I think they're, they're very uh, integrated in my life anyway. Fair enough. I don't know what else to say. You're kind of, uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head with everything that you say. So yeah, you're too, you're too well put together. Yeah. Bob. Yeah. Sorry guys. Versus. Are you well, reading I, a script? I'm not. 
No, I did think about it for a few minutes, though. Thank you very much, Rob, by the way, for not asking about the weather. That's very much appreciated. Oh, shit. I forgot. <laughs> what, what? So, I know you did. So for Hive listeners, uh, last episode, we talked about why you shouldn't talk about the weather. Rob, why don't you tell us your whole take on that? Well, I like to uh, bug JB about the weather. Um, <laughs> I, I think you're talking about the weather because you have nothing to talk about, I think is not good. Um, I, I think it's... Uh, you know, in, in business, you want to get to agreement quickly. So uh, the weather could be a topic of getting to agreement uh, quite quickly. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you're just talking about it to complain, um, I think that's inappropriate. I, you know, to say that day is beautiful or it's really, you know, sunny out there and gorgeous. I, I don't see a problem with that. But it's to complain about the, the weather or you're talking about how many inches of rain you got because you have nothing else to talk about. I, I, that's a waste of time. <laughs> great and rob finally sees it my way on that side of it as well because we had this conversation not too long ago and rob said to me why do you not talk about the weather and so i told him i said because it's mostly negative and he stopped for a second and thought about it and he's like yeah you know what you're right and ever since then rob knows i'm right mm -hmm. about everything trust the your, one thing is yeah. rob trusts me yeah. And I and he he can trust that I'm not going to stram down the wrong path. I didn't realize like, how Jesus. often people talk about the weather until you pointed it out. Then I noticed it's like you know you go to a grocery store and the person's like, "Oh, what's it like out there? Is it windy?" It's like just it's leave a plague. Alone. It is it's... a plague. <laughs> um, that's fun. I, I I randomly thought of a of another question to go back to the start of the podcast when you talked about your journey. So you always mention to me, you know, trust in the journey, trust that things are going to work out. So why the rail industry? Why that world? Because it's not generally a thing, you know, kids look at it like, yeah, trains is the pathway I want to go down. You know, it's not a popular, you know, uh, yeah. I, I think, yeah, supply chain is important. That's why I think it's uh, an area that I like to uh, dabble in, um, you know, transportation is everything anything you do is is you're moving one thing to another place or you're moving something so um people don't realize like logistics is is everything um so um i i like to think i'm an intellect and, and i like to uh solve challenging complex problems and logistics uh is always challenging always complex uh in, in fact uh they even talk about the weather often because of uh, the adverse effects the weather can have on supply chain so um, I, I find it a stimulating industry. I find it uh, uh, challenging. Uh, there's really good people in it as well. Uh, so uh, I've, I went into rail um, and uh, I, you know, it's, it's you, once you're in, it's hard to get out. Very cool. No, I love that. And you, you, you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, just within uh, our city in Saskatoon, like there's a lot of business groups and, you know, one of the ones that I highlight is the Saskatoon Transportation Club. Like everybody in that building um, is a fantastic group of people and they all have something valuable to share. They're not just there kicking tires, like not one of them. Yeah, no, it's, it's a high quality group. Um, you know, for your listeners, I'm the president of Saskatoon Transportation Club. Uh, we put on networking events in Saskatoon and uh, we attract really uh, high quality caliber uh, humans. And uh, it's always a good time. I think we've made a lot of great connections and I think we're going to continue doing so. When's the next one, Rob? It's going to be in the fall. I think the last 
Wednesday of September. Awesome. Excellent. Well, we'll see you there with a beer. Actually, there might be one in July. We're seeing what happens. So, I thought there was one coming up here shortly, actually. There, there was one, yeah, but uh, we have to coordinate it. So, Oh, I see. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So um, for the people who actually, if they wanted to come down to that, how could they uh, get a hold of that or how, where do they look? Yeah, the Saskatoon Transportation Club.ca. Um, all our events are posted there before they happen um, or connect with uh, you know, anyone who is associated with that. Um, they'll tell you when, when to show up. Where would our listeners find you uh, as well, Rob? LinkedIn is probably the best place to find me. And that's Robert and then ABC. S-K-R-Z-A-Y. And then, but no X, right? There's no X in there. I was thinking about adding an X. Um, that's but, not uh, a bad idea. I like that. Whereabouts would you put that? Probably right at the start. Oh, I like that. It's silent. I like that. <laughs> powerful x is a powerful letter though it is you like you're like exhibit <laughs> exactly well i mean uh elon musk is changing uh twitter just to x oh oh is he the company the company's called x inc so i love it are you gonna change any of your companies just to x uh no probably not uh the domain <laughs> name is probably taken <laughs> i think elon musk would have that wrapped up now yeah yeah, you, you, you know, domain names have just gotten out of hand over the years. I know you, you and I, J- Jason, were looking at some. Um, they're all, people are squatting all over them. So a single letter domain, there's no, there's no way. I got to be a chance. billionaire. What did, uh, what did that guy that owned FB.com sold it to Zuckerberg for? Oh, 5.84 million or something like that just for FB.com. Yeah, it's crazy. Good for him. Maybe that's maybe that should be our next business venture, Rob. We should just go and uh, scoop up uh, domain names. Yeah, I don't think so. Not me. <laughs> it's funny you say that. I listened to a podcast not too long ago. They're talking about this. This uh, gentleman he owns this huge garage door company in the states. Like he's a he, he's done very well for himself. But it's A One Customs or something something like that. He wanted A One because it would come first in the. Uh, search in the search and in the back then in the yellow pages and he eventually got a cease and desist from a1 steak sauce and he went that's when i know i made it because <laughs> a1 came at me and i sell garage doors yeah he won he, he didn't have to give it up but don't get after him massive that's my goal in life is to become after yeah somebody actually want me that's coming <laughs> Well, Rob, this has been a slice, but uh, I know you're a busy guy. Uh, we've been chatting here the last couple of days, and I know you're out in Hamilton, not just to take in the smog, but you're actually <laughs> there to to uh, pound out some work and uh, work on some rail cars. So I highly doubt that that's not what you're going to be wearing to go fix those rail cars. But um, I do hope that you stay safe out there and uh, don't get caught up in the steel mill. No guarantees. Yeah, I didn't think so. You're that type of guy. I know that you're big into that stuff. Yeah, the more risk, the better. <laughs> Excellent. You just got to trust that everything's going to work out, right? Or what else can you do, right? If it doesn't, Rob, just phone me, all right? I'll come get you. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll bail you out, brother. Don't start, worry. Start, start driving. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's probably other ways to get there other than driving, but like trains, for example. Oh, man. I can take the take Via. 
Maybe. I can take the Via from Melville. Have you ever taken the Via before? Just from your, from Edmonton to Melville. How long did that take? Seven days, roughly. Oh, my, my, I went, uh, I was in uh, Brandon uh, around Christmas once, and uh, I went to Rivers, Manitoba to take a train. So it's about 20 minutes, uh, is that 20 minutes west of Brandon. Yeah. And it took 14 hours uh, to go from Rivers, Manitoba to Winnipeg. Um, Via is not a, not a good option. I could have biked faster. I could walk faster. I, I'm sure you could. It's only 200K. <laughs> if only there were other modes of transportation that flew in the sky. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe one day. One day. We'll get there. We'll get there. Rob, All right, Rob. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Hot Nation, we're out. <laughs>